Papa Hoi. Babushka. Uns Babushka. Uns Babushka. Lupa Mice. It's nice. They go deedle deed, but the big mice. They go oompa oompa. I love Coraline. I think about Coraline every day. Marissa? Mm-hmm. Marissa is my cousin who also lives um, at. Uh, <gasps> on, oh my god. god! Our Bluetooth speaker just damn. turned off. De Kahuna. We know when she goes and goes to and fro from our house. Do we have a balcony like looking over her garage or her driveway that she has with um, like her neighbor? So, Marissa, um, we're always watching. We see you. Always watching. <laughs> Michael Wazowski. Speaking of Michael Wazowski, the director of um, Monsters, Inc. He has a new movie coming out, Soul. It might go straight to Disney+, Plus, but I'm really oh my excited God. for it. I feel like... Did you tell me that was done by the director of Monster, Inc.? Yeah, uh, Pete Docter. He also directed Up and Inside I Out. So he directed that. three straight <clears throat> bangers, Pete Docter did. And um, David Silverman, who is a longtime director at The Simpsons, and he directed The Simpsons movie. He worked at Pixar for, or he didn't work at Pixar, I don't think, but he has like a story credit on Monsters, Inc. because he's friends with Pete Docter. And he came up with, or he really um, drove, or not drove, but he pushed Pixar to make solely the top scare that wasn't originally part of the plot. But David Silverman, and I... I heard about that from the Round Springfield podcast. I'm plugging another podcast. It's the Simpsons podcast. Shout out. Pay us. Please pay us. I'm so broke. So we'd love to hear feedback from you at home about like what you liked about the podcast because we don't really know what the hell we're doing. So like, just literally message us and tell us what you want us to talk about because like we'll like message or read your message aloud on the podcast and everything it'll be cute we watched a lot of charlie kaufman movies this week on netflix Um, you can watch them too they're on netflix so the two that we watched uh were eternal sunshine of the spotless mind and then the new one the 2020 film i'm thinking of ending things both of these are written as we said by charles stewart kaufman (laughs) love this guy this oh man oh my god okay so, um, oh no, we also watched Being John Malkovich. Okay, I forgot to say that. So that's three that we watched. Oh my God, damn. We were on a roll this week. I love that. Okay. So Being John Malkovich. I, is it technically a spoiler if I like go through that? I mean, I don't think we like, have to a, like, go like, through the plot. whole plot. Of every movie. Like, I don't want to go through the whole plot of every movie because that would be very difficult. Well, just like a brief synopsis. I don't know. I yeah, think it's, I do I think want to it's give a pretty like a brief synopsis. It's pretty early when that happens, so that's not really a spoiler. When what happens? When he goes through, like, the little tunnel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, like, what the movie's about. Yeah, that's right. Okay, okay, okay. So, so being the... John Malkovich is about a... Well, you have the Wikipedia page pulled up, so you should probably read it. No, you can go ahead. This is pretty long. Okay. Uh, it's about this guy who is living with a with a woman who has a lot of animals. Why Why does she have a lot of animals? She's, it says it's, that she's just a pet-obsessed wife. Uh, okay. Um, and he's um, he goes to a new job, and it's this floor at this building 
um, that for <laughs> some reason the ceiling is only like five feet from the ground. I think it's it's at least like I think it might be like five and a half feet because some people are only have to like ha- they have to like tilt their neck. Yeah, and like some people can just like walk around like a little comfortable. But just like their neck tilted. But, um, but anyways, in at AR, like um, this, that's just which is just. It, it, I can't stop stuttering. Um, in that floor, he discovers a portal, like behind a file cabinet. He discovers a door, and when he opens this door, it's a tunnel that is a portal into the mind of the actor <laughs> John Malkovich. And um, you might have seen this movie before. Like it's like, it's pretty well known because it is. Um, like, its screenplay is regarded as, like, one of the 101 greatest screenplays of all time. That's so good. Which, okay, so what... He has I, other movies in that list as well, too. Like, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, which stars Jimothy Carey and Kate Winslet. Which, okay, so what I was trying to say earlier is this plot is such a great introduction into the mind of, like, Charlie Kaufman. Like, this guy is yes. crazy. He's insane. He is, like... Level 12 bonkers. It's. I would love to have like a dinner combo with him. Because you don't know where him. that's going. You have no idea where he's, where he's taking you sometimes. Like the, the plot is so. Out there. Yeah. Like you. It's not like it's. Some of his movies are straightforward. Like honestly, being John Malkovich is pretty straightforward. Narr- yeah. Narrative. Narr- yeah. Okay. It's pretty straightforward. It's easy to follow. It's not like it's a David Lynch there. film. Like it's, it's no not, one's waking no. up from a fever dream that you had to dissect yourself. No. It's he um, doesn't go. He doesn't go that other world. Yeah. So it's it's to like an extent, but you can still understand it if you are like you know thinking while you're viewing this. Um, the other movie. Eternal Sunshine. Yeah, Eternal Sunshine. I was going to get the Wikipedia. I don't know why I've this, never watched this movie. This? Like, I, lo- I love Jim Carrey. Movie. Oh my God. I want to talk about I Jim think Carrey I've seen, movies, to be honest, too. I don't know how many times I've seen this. Like, um, people talked about this on TikTok for a long time. Yeah, like, everyone has always talked about how good Eternal Sunshine is, and I've just never watched it for some and reason. I, was like, I don't mm, know why. I don't know, because I, I saw no it, I literally to. saw Jim Carrey, and I'm such a dumbass for this, but I thought it was a comedy. So, I just, like, oh, I, I, I never, never looked it up. It I just assumed, I just, saw it was Jim Carrey, and I was, I was never like, interested mm. for some reason. I was like, I don't need another hetero love story, but... Yeah, basically, basically. This is a good... This is one of the this best. This was so like wrenching. It's so good. Um, it tore me apart and stitched me back together again. Charlie Kaufman, fuck you, straight white male. I think. <laughs> I think it. There is I sort know. of a spoiler in this. In the plot synopsis. Yeah. I don't want to give too much of a spoiler. Well, I mean, the basic plot of the movie is that. There is a company where you can erase a certain individual from your mind. It sounds like a Black so, Mirror episode. It basically it, is, it but is. it's a it's a movie and it's done a lot. I think I think for Charlie the time, Kaufman wrote this is in two thousand four. He, al- so he for, also just wrote being John Malkovich. They were not directed by him, but he did direct the next movie we'll talk about after this. 
Oh, he didn't direct Being John Malkovich? No. Oh, okay. But speaking of Jim Carrey, I have a special place in my heart for Jim Carrey. I fucking love How the Grinch Stole Christmas and um, The Mask. I saw, I know The Grinch. I know that movie pretty well. I was allowed to watch that. Um, <laughs> but I can't, I think that's really the only Jim Carrey movie that I ever saw. So I never like had that attachment to Did I show like, you The acting. Mask? No, I've never seen The Mask still. <clears throat> I want to show you The Mask. I think you, you've said that you wanted to show me it before, but we just haven't watched it. It's based on a comic book about a guy who discovers a mask who gives him like super cartoony zany comic book powers okay so the next charlie kaufman movie that i was gonna talk about is directorial debut no 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 so he actually made his directorial debut with synecdoche new york and um roger ebert called it the best movie of the decade so i need to watch that movie i haven't seen it actually but his next movie was um, the stop-motion animated movie, Animalisa, and I did watch that. I don't remember much of it, but I do remember liking it. But I'm thinking of Ending Things was his third movie um, as a director, and it was released on Netflix, and me and Matthew yes. have witnessed that film. <sighs> that film? Okay, so... I really want to talk about that one, like, kind of in depth. I'm um, glad I watched it with you because you understood it more than I did. Yes. Okay. So, if you, this will, I'm going to spoil it. This is going to spoil I'm thinking of ending things. Spoil this. So, so please. Skip ahead, like, literally. Skip. Like, yes. Um, just one minute. Skip ahead one minute right now. No, not one. I want to talk about this shit for more than one okay, minute. Okay. 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 Should we do five Oh, my minutes? God. I don't know. Let's just tell them when we know. We're rolling. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers, Mammy Heart. We love um this might get uh yeah, this might get weird. Mm. Another podcast plug. <laughs> Pay us. Pay us now. Okay, Please. so I'm thinking of ending things. Basically, the title gives you like what you need to know to start out this movie. A relationship is ending. Or she wants to end things. Mm-hmm. She's thinking about that. She's, she's thinking really of ending things. really thinking about it. Okay, so she's thinking about it. And this guy pulls up. Weirdest guy ever. You, have, you, have you ever seen Black Mirror? The guy from USS Callister? The one who trapped Weirdest people guy. inside a video game. Weirdest guy. I will never be able to see him as anyone... But the person that captured people I by using their DNA. Fargo. I highly recommend watching Fargo. I was weird. Okay. So my view of him is already really skewed. So I knew he was going to be a weirdo. She gets in his car. They start talking. It's so awkward. It is so awkward. And let me tell you how much you ever had like a bad car ride. Like with someone that you kind of like really didn't want to be on it with. That's exactly what this film feels like. You feel like you're stuck in that car. Like you cannot get out. And all you want is to just like 
roll down the window, unlock the door, jump out, something. But you like you literally can't. You have to keep watching. You have to keep watching. It's so awful. I don't know how long the car ride actually lasts, but it feels like it felt like three hours. Three, exactly. Yeah. So this movie I think it was just, like forty. This movie or 30. feels so long because of those like two car rides. Like there, there's two car rides in it. You go there and then you drive back. Where you're going is um, the boyfriend. His name's Jake. You're going to Jake's parents' house. Now these guys have been talking for six weeks, and then he takes him to the parents' house. So, you know, that's pretty standard. But she's already thinking of anything in six weeks. So going to the parents' house, this is not... The, you you don't want this any more than she does. Mm-hmm. So you get in the car, you go to the parents' house, and then it just gets worse from there. Um, she asks questions that he does like he doesn't really want to answer and he gets really sus like right from the right from the get-go she walks in that door asks a simple question and then it's like um like i'm just like you know i'm just chilling please don't hurt me like let's just get this dinner over with like all you feel like you just you feel like you're gonna get attacked at any point Throughout this dinner, like someone's about to, let fl- someone's about to flip shit. I love Tony Collette. I probably wouldn't have even watched this movie if Tony Collette wasn't in it. Yeah, because I like She's I saw the trailer on Netflix and I saw so Tony Collette. And I was like, <gasps> she is the mom in Six in the Sixth Sense and in Hereditary. Was we should have talked Sixth about Sense? yeah. We should have talked about the Sixth Sense last week. Oh my we god! Talked about Hereditary. I'm a dumbass. What else has she been? I didn't know that. She was in Knives Out too. We love Knives Out. We, mm. I stand Ryan Johnson. Right. who directed The Last Jedi. Let me tell you that movie. Fuck anyone who doesn't like The Last Jedi. When you watch Knives Out, it, you really do think you know who done it. You really thought you knew who yeah. done it. We will not spoil who really done it. Oh no! But Hell we no. will tell you the, some of the cast. It's, it's, it's like Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, Tony Collette, love as it. I said, mm. Chris Evans. <laughs> I cannot see him differently. I can't. Speaking of Chris Evans, we will he not is... discuss recent events. He's Maybe just not. a little bit scandalous. Just a little bit. Wait. Promiscuous for Promiscuous girl. My favorite thing in that camera roll, though, was actually like the memes that he had of himself. Oh my god, that conceited fuck. I hate him. Where was I? I don't okay, remember. Yeah. We were at the dinner okay. party. So Tony Collette. Not the dinner party, but the dinner with the parents. Or Tony Collette, whatever his name is. Um, name. She's the mom. And then um, what's his name? Sorry. What's his name uh, from Harry Potter? I don't remember the actor's name, but he plays Professor Lupin in Harry Potter. Yes. Oh, such a good character. The werewolf. Um, we binged all those movies, like I think like two weeks ago. Yeah. Really good. Really good series. That was the first time yeah, I ever saw I, I it. I love I I love Harry Potter. I love the movies. I will never read the books again because Oh J- my god. JK oh. Rowling can eat shit. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have brought that up. Um Check anyways, the gate. moving on. The actor from Harry Potter, an act in actor from Harry Potter, 
as in this movie he plays jake's dad and now like you go throughout this dinner party it's pretty bad um before the dinner party and then you get to like you know they're having dinner they're talking about how they met and you can tell like this ain't it like this is not the truth like she's not telling the parents a lick of truth She's lying to their face this whole time that she's telling them um, how they met. It's just, it's just the, the secondhand embarrassment that you get from this is awful. I'm someone that like struggles with secondhand embarrassment, so like whenever when I see movies. and yeah, whenever I see an actor like do like do bad I do acting, that when something is or, very deeply 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 embarrassing and the actor sells it in their face that they are like mortified otherwise i'm like fine um what are some shows that do deep embarrassment very well fleabag and pin 15 do cringe comedy very well i feel very awkward watching both of those programs pin 15 season two is coming oh my god yes it is fleabag has ended for good but Please watch Fleabag. Fleabag is oh so good. God. Fleabag is so great. Phoebe Waller-Bridge, I love <sighs> you. Phoebe. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Phoebe. What a great person. Like, Fantastic what a woman. human being. What a woman. God. Love Powerful. Her. Genius. Genius. Considerate. Kind mm. human being. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. She's an all-around. She's the creator and writer and star of Fleabag. Like, if, if I was a woman, I would want to be Phoebe. Fleabag depicts just, depre- just yeah, depression so well. I think so that I could have the name Phoebe. Phoebe? Yeah, I love the name Phoebe. Ever since... Whenever um, I, like, wrote a book when oh I was, like, God. a kid. Oh, my God. You know like, why I love Phoebe? Why? Um, The Magic School Bus. Phoebe was my favorite character. I don't remember mm. any of those little bitches' names. I love her. Stan her. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> so Fleabag does the depression name? really well. In Magic School Bus, what's the teacher's name? Oh my god. I don't remember, but I love that vine. I was about to the say Miss Arnold. Vine. But I know Arnold. Is like, Arnold is the such only name I can such. think of. Where are we? Inside Coochie. <laughs> or something like that. I think they were in Arnold's, like, rectum. Arnold's rectum? Or, like, rectum. his, like, small intestine or something. And she's like, oh, fuck no. I know where this goes. <laughs> I miss Vine. Although TikTok, TikTok, TikTok is solid. Does, yeah, your TikTok for you page is solid. My TikTok, FYP, is S-O-L-I-D. Mine sucks. I love it. <laughs> I giggle, I laugh. I just want to like delete I think. the data from it so that I can just get a fresh start. Just like when you get onto your for you page, hit refresh it like 10 times and then like all the weird shit. Like like the weirdest shit you can find. And then your for you page will be like, even on a normal, like when you just open it before refresh, it'll be pretty good, solid, funny. Where were we? I think we're still okay. at the dinner party with the parents. So, okay. So after the dinner party, um, you know, they're just, they're chilling around and like talking, I guess. Um, there is a dog. There's a dog. Love that. Um, 
And then you after that, you get to a certain point where like everyone is just changing. You feel like you are like an elderly dementia patient. Yeah. That's what you feel like. You feel like everything is going on and it's just, weren't you like, you were not here earlier. Like, who are you now? You Nothing know? is as it, it is was, as it should be, but no one is questioning it. Yeah. Except for you, yeah, yeah, the yeah, viewer. Yeah. That is the weirdest part. Everyone is totally okay. This is with what's Charlie going Kaufman on. at his most David Lynchian, I think. Yeah. And I'm thinking of it. Like, this is the However, least. However, I still haven't seen Synecdoche, New Yorker adaptation, so I don't know. How weird. This is the least like David Lynch level. Yeah, that we've seen. Or the most. I'm sorry, I got confused. From Trolley. Trolley Kaufman. Um anyways, so you feel like you're not you feel Mr. like you're going Kaufman. crazy, but everyone else is totally fine. You know, they're like they're na- they're reacting completely naturally. Like they're sad when they're supposed to be sad. They're like they're feeling okay when they're supposed to feel okay, you know, and like when they're talking about something else. But it's it's so rapid, you can't like you it's almost like you don't have time to react um so then you drive home you drive well you're supposed to drive home and then i don't i don't think we should talk about anything else because after that it gets yeah let's just not spoil anything yeah after that i don't want to talk about it because it is even it is so shocking there's this YouTuber named Lady Knight the Brave. That's her channel name. Uh, she does like video essays on movies and TV shows and video games. I love video essays. That's what I that's what I eat up on YouTube most of the time when I'm on YouTube. I just watch um, people like analyze movies. As you want to say, they are they are pretty lengthy though. So if you do want to watch them, make sure you have time for them. She has a video on The Last of Us, like both of the games. Oh, it's called Let's Get Sad. If you watch it, you <laughs> will get sad. I cried. I sobbed. The way that she structures her videos are are like she has she forms a narrative with her essays. She's a writer. In her Rogue One analysis, she like talked about how she did fan fiction for those characters and she did three hundred thousand words about the Rogue One main characters. So she is a she is a writer. I didn't know she That's did why that. her videos are so good. She knows how to structure. I like the like videos. You. Like she, the way that she recaps the narrative of The Last of Us or The Haunting of Hill House, or even Rogue One will like gut you with the way that she, um, like analyzes the characters' emotions. Like you like will think of characters in new ways because of ways that she views them. Like she, she's not, she's a very nuanced, Penny's scratching the chair in the background. So I don't know if you, I don't know if you guys can hear that, but I don't want to yell at her. So I'm just going to keep yelling or letting her do that. Okay. But she's a very nuanced, but she's a very nuanced YouTuber. Like, she, in her Last of Us video, she was like, I have a problem with the violence in this game. The Last of Us is a very violent franchise. Both of them are um, pretty heavy on the... Penny is closer now. She moved to the couch. (laughs) 
We're gonna take a slight break until Penny is settled. And we're back to Lady Knight the Brave. So what I mean by is, so what I mean by when I say she's a nuanced YouTuber is that she doesn't have black and white opinions. She doesn't just say that a movie or a TV show or a video game is bad or good. Like when she started the Last of Us video, or throughout the Last of Us video, she commented on the violence and how she had an issue with it, and she was like. I don't, I can't recommend this game wholeheartedly because I have an issue with the violence. And I specifically have an issue with how people of color uh, die uh, in yeah. The Last of Us Part Two at the hands of the main character, Ellie. A white woman. It's a very complicated topic or a complicated issue to discuss. You have to just watch the video on The Last of Us. And I recommend The Last of Us, by the way. Yeah, if you haven't played I The Last it. of Us, the, the Last remastered of Us Part version, two is a masterpiece. Or the second one, you guys need to but play it. But I just noted her criticisms just to show how like nuanced she is in her discussions. But speaking of The Haunting of Hill House, her Haunting of Hill House analysis made me almost cry. I didn't cry, but I could. Yeah, I was tearing up, but I, 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 was, if I was watching sobbing that alone, not in with the last you, of I would have cried. Yeah, I, I, I was damn near crying during the Last of Us too. Mm -hmm. I like, I lost not it the last when of us two, um, I did cry while playing the Last of Us too. I lost it I while she was the Last of Us too. While Ellie was saying, um, like as a child, she was like, "I just really don't. I'm like, I'm afraid of being alone." And it was so sad. Oh, that poor girl. By the way, The Last of Us is a video game franchise. Um, it's about a zombie apocalypse to really sum it up, basically. But it's done well. Very well. It's my f favorite video game franchise. Mm. I think I can say that now, too. Even though I didn't play the first one, I really I want still, you to play the first like, one. I want to replay the second one now. I want I you just, to just uh, play the first one and then replay the. Like second I didn't, one. I didn't get to play the the all of the set. Oh, that's true. Yeah, maybe I should just do that. I have the first one downloaded on my PS4. So yeah, you could play okay. it. I'll just switch your PlayStation when I want to play it. Yeah. Oh my god! So you, I have so many games going the on first right now. Journey. I'm so busy. I kind of want to start a game, but I don't know what. We're doing the Simpsons game right now. You, We could start Ratchet and Clank. I love the Simpsons game. It's really that is very, for more, yeah. I didn't play as a, I didn't play it as a child, but it is, it does feel nostalgic. It's just playing a PS3 Especially the game hit and run, because I did play hit and run. You did? That was fun. I, I played it on my friend. Um, I was really young. Simpsons I was like seven, and, and I went over to my friend's house, Danielle, um, and she had a GameCube. And the only game that I like really liked that she played, or that she had, was hit and run. So. And then, like, for some reason, I didn't, I don't think I knew how to save. So every time that I went over there, I, I, I could only do like the, the very first missions on PS2 the other day or the other week. I fucked up and I didn't save it. Yeah, so Remember? you had to start all over. Yeah. That's what I had to do as a kid because I never saved. 
was so dumb. I'm so used to the PS4 just auto-saving. I miss the GameCube. I played the GameCube when I went to my cousin Marissa's house sometimes. I played, I remember playing a James Bond game on her GameCube, I think, and I think she had a Zelda game. Um, my friend Caden, uh, that lived on like my street as a kid, her little brother, I think, I think his name's Noah. Um, he had a Nintendo 64 and he had like a game like Star Fox, I think for Nintendo 64 best game ever. Like I still remember playing that. I remember playing it like it was yesterday and like, ah, it was so fun. I played I had the, the best Nintendo time. 64 at my friend Alan's house one time. Uh, we did Mario Kart once. Mm, Mario Kart, yeah. I went to, um, when I went to IA, uh, I forget his name, Jonathan, I think. He had an Nintendo 64 and he brought it. And the only game I think that they would let him have was Mario Kart. When I brought my, I brought my Wii, did I ever tell you? I brought my Wii there one time and I had a bunch of games. Most of them were like E, E, 10 and up. And then I had one game that was uh, rated T, and they took all of my games because of it. I is the <laughs> Christian Academy he attended. They took all of my games because I had one game that was rated teen, and T then I had to pay. Teen. I had to pay one hundred and fifty dollars to get them back. Mm. Mm. And they were like, "You That's did this. This is want. your fault. You brought them here." And I was like, "It's one game, like." Why should even be paying to get this back? And they're like, it's a fine. Like, okay. What would have happened if you would have Excuse- refused like so I had I literally had to buy my own games back from the academy. That is so shitty. Yeah. Like why? <laughs> Ridiculous. I can't wait. That is the past go though. God bless reunion. that's the past. Oh yeah. Teachers think... be there, your homophobic teachers. Some of them. No, I think not he... all of them are. Homophobic. I think they both left. Um, I don't want to say their names, but I think they both left. Um, I think my senior year, the yearbook was like dedicated to like the most homophobic teacher. He like L-O-L he threw a fit. When I was like braiding a girl's hair, like I was asked to braid their hair by them, Mr. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so edit that out. Yeah. He comes in and he's like, what are you doing? Well, like, you can't do that. He tried to put me on social. And then um, the, oh man, the cafeteria director was in that was also in, on, in the bus. And she was like, it's fine. Like, it's, it's okay. He's just like they they asked him to, and he was like, "Well, okay," but I was like, "I like he's he literally told me I should have asked an like a staff member before I braided someone's hair." God forbid I put someone's hair in a different position. My high school experience was unique. Oh God. Um. That's an understatement. There was a child. No, I'm not even going to get into it. Yeah, probably for the best. Ooh, it's vague. It's mysterious. Ooh, yeah. If you know, you know. He's quirky now. 
But anywho, do you want to wrap it up? Yeah. Okay. Well, that was episode two of episode This and That. Two. This and That. We know so you're listening, guys. So we know. Give us feedback. Please. I know. I know who's on the other end. Maybe that was too much. It should maybe I shouldn't have gone there. <laughs> no, I think it was fine. I love you all. Love you guys. Good night or good morning. I don't know when you're listening to it. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Have a good day. Have we a good are night. Now the Truman Show. <laughs> good morning. Good afternoon and good night.